Welcome to House Common Blood, where strangers are family. Every episode may contain graphic content such as copious amounts of blood, unnecessary cursing, death of all ages, infantile to mortal, fantasy drug use, nudity, and perhaps mentions of sex, and sound effects of various qualities. We cannot stress enough that this is mature content with adult themes. You have been warned. he just does a maniacal laugh and everyone roll for initiative hey nat 20 yes in a box if you want to participate uh you can or you can stay out of combat at uh 14 okay uh what were you saying about who can stay in and out of combat oh uh cobalt since he's in a fucking box he's in a box i mean yes i mean like uh i like uh if he like cobalt will Cobalt will take actions if it will uh, be necessary. So, uh, the order it goes in is uh, first Simmering Forge, then Dust, then uh, uh, Someone. I don't want to specify yet. Then uh, we have... Uh, which one of you guys decided to go first? Cobalt or uh, 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 Leah? Uh, he, he should be faster because he yep. has a dex bot. He has yep. a de total dex of 15. I have 14. Yep. Leo... Then it is Cobalt. Try to keep me honest about that. Like, uh, my turn order is a little goofy at the moment. All right. So, um, you said you want to do warning shot, uh, Dust, before well, we uh, start a combat? As he, as he mentioned that there were multiple, I uh, was aiming towards them, but I let it ring into the sky. So, essentially a wasted arrow. Yep. So, you shoot it in the sky. And, like, uh, Simmering Forge, you look... And you see that everyone is looking towards you. Now, we uh, start in initiative order. Uh, Simmering Forge, what do you do? The cultist leader is on the dais. Uh, we have an egg and a cultist. And let me uh, show you really quick on the map where the heck you are. Uh, give me one second. There we go. Thank you, Dust. I appreciate that. All right. I have it set up for you, boys. Here you go. In the sandlot, you just see one guy at the dead center. What do you do, Simmering Forge? Okay, I'm like having trouble getting to zoom yep. we're talking about. Okay, so you said we see one guy in the dead center there? Okay, cool. Yep. Good job. I like this. Mm -hmm. All right, so yeah, I'm just kind of step right in front of everybody. I got mm -hmm. my, my shield in one hand, and I got yep. my warhammer in the other. And yep. how far away is he? Okay, let's see. Um, If we were to gauge distance, it would be... Uh, 35 feet. 35 feet? Yeah, right, 35 so feet. I just kind of... Let's see. Oh, Christ. I didn't give you uh, guys control over your stuff. Let's see. Just uh, come up with something, and I'll have it ready for you. Yeah, no worries. I'm just going to step in front of our, our, our crew, about, let's get like, 10 feet away from them, like, towards them. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just going to kind of bang my uh, my hammer on my, my shield. And I'm not sure if I have to indicate anything, but I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. Okay, and uh, what exactly does that do? Uh, so flame-like radiance descends on a creature that you can see within range. Target must succeed on dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 radiant damage. Oh my lord. Alright, uh, go right ahead. Uh, you have to succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Yep. Of 13. Okay. It's instantaneous, yeah. Yep, hang on. Um, I don't have his bonus on here. I'll tell you how much it actually is after the roll. Uh, you got 13 on dot. Does that save? Wow, I don't know. Does it, guys? Uh, is that your spell saving throw? It is. If it, it beats it, it, it beats it. Yep. I, I swear right it beats it. 
Yeah, yep. so they take no damage. Okay. Um, oh. Okay. So you see mm. the sh- yep you see the shimmer and uh, just as uh, you shoot it at him you see him start to turn into a phantom and uh, he just leaves you with parting words saying enjoy the show and he shimmers then quickly bolts uh, you the dwarf uh, if everyone wants to make perception check can you tell me if you guys get sixteen or higher. Yeah, I got 19. Okay, so uh, Leo starts seeing him. Cobalt starts to see him. Uh, you don't have to make a th- throw, Simmering Forge, you already uh, see him. Um, okay, yeah, the, only, cool. the only person who doesn't see is uh, Dust. Now, uh, as he uh, turns into a mirage, like a, a faint outline, he basically uh, bolts this way. So, 5, 10. He goes off the map. All right. But he has permanent scars now. As he's booking it, uh, we see uh, dust. Dust, what do you do? There is an egg at the center. It is rumbling. And uh, you see one guy bolt it. And Well, actually, no, you don't even see You just see a guy go invisible and nothing else. I remember Summerforge mentioned there were more than one. So yes. I'm going to attempt to climb up to the nearest building to get a bird's eye view. And you have a climb speed of 20 feet, right? Was it 20, 15? It's a climb speed of 20. Yeah, yeah, more than enough to uh, go up a building. But that's uh, just a full movement, isn't it? So, yeah, he can move. Uh, if you move to the right or left, it'll take up your complete movement speed as you move like 10 to the left, 10 to the right, and you spend the rest trying to climb the building. Well, we're going to use feline agility too. All right, sounds good. So uh, you have enough to... Go to building, then climb it. Then from there, you can make a full, like, a 30-foot action. Yep. So you climb it. Then where do you go after that? Okay, so the way I like to see it is uh, from the start of this combat, we see uh, the dwarf. His, uh, uh, where, where does this magic come from? Out of your hands? Or do you have, like, some sort of talisman? What do you have? Um, yeah, I do have a, um, a family heirloom. Like, it's kind of, like, hidden underneath my beard. Okay. So it kind of looks like it's come from, like, my beard. Yeah, so, like, we see, like, fire shoot from his beard. It's very confusing. It uh, passes right through uh, the cultist. And uh, If you look at my picture, that's why I have red right down the center of my beard as well. I didn't mention that before. I apologize. Yep, that's fine. So uh, uh, we see it. Then uh, we see, like, a cultist leader. His uh, 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 serpent mask slowly turns opaque. And, uh, like, everything about him just turns transparent. And uh, everyone besides Dust can see him bolt. And as you guys look around, you guys realize you're slightly outnumbered until, like, uh, the cultists start draining out. It seems like they want to leave as well. They're all going in various directions. And uh, we see Dust. He uh, looks around. And he quickly bolts. And you see him uh, climb up uh, one of the nearby buildings and uh, dash like Robin Hood over, uh, like, a few gaps on uh, the building. Next, we have the mystery turn. You see the egg rock back and forth, and slowly you see a crack. Then you see a webbed hand come out, and you see it tear the eggshell. Then, gradually and surely, you see like long locks of brown hair, elven ears, brown scales as it rises. It looks like a woman. She slowly crawls off and drops onto the floor with like a goo 
like uh, you'd see from an egg. I'm not sure the exact name of it, but you know, like uh, the transparent white of an egg as she gets out. And Dust, can you make me a perception check with advantage? What did you get? 16. 16. You look at it. You look at her. It takes a second. You look at the goo. Then you just see the matted hair on her. And her teeth looks different from what you remember. Her webbed fingers look different. You see like like a bat. You see a leathery wings go from her arm to the side of her body. Her breasts are naked, but there's no defining uh, nipples on it. It's just scales. Completely naked, she looks at you. You look at her. Congratulations. You found one of your orphans, Andrea. She looks like a dragon now. What do you do? You can't make a movement. I'm just asking, role-playing-wise, do you do anything? I yell out, Andrea, is that you? You yell and if we were to like go in from her perspective through her eyes as she's coming out we see black then we see dirt then she crawls out and we just hear like a, a voice going into water you just hear and she looks around dazed and confused and she tries to speak back but it feels like she's drowning and she goes and all you hear is Draconic leave her throat. We have a new enemy. Incidentally, what does it... she say in Draconic? Oh, uh... you... Oh, yeah, that's right. You understand uh, Draconic. And she goes, where is he? It is now Cobalt's turn. Or uh, who who was uh, first? Was it Leo uh, or uh, Cobalt? First. Okay, how do you react, Leo? You see a person crawl out of an egg. Um, I think that I want to make her find this this whole thing pretty humorous. So I'm going to uh, cast uh, Tasha's Hideous Laughter. Oh, okay. <laughs> How does that work? Uh, she has to make a Wisdom 13 saving throw, um, or she'll fall prone and be inca incapacitated because she's laughing so hard. He passes. <laughs> uh, you said 13, right? Yeah. Yeah, she passes. She has a plus two to her wisdom. Yeah. Yep. Um, and right. then I'm. Uh, um, does it negate? Yeah, it, it just does nothing. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna kind of uh, just back up a little bit more. Okay. You back up a little bit more. I'm gonna put everyone else in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Cobalt. You hear this woman looking at having scales but being a mix of an elf you hear her say where is he what do you do all right so kobold trying to be at least a little bit cautious pops over here 15 feet and just kind of like peeks his head around the yep. illusory box and yep. responds inter interconic where is who who is he she looks at you, and again, if we were to look from her perspective, it's like someone speaking to her through water. All she hears is muffled draconic. I assume that's what you speak in, draconic. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah, you hear her. Then eventually goes through the water. And, and she's just hearing it bits. And uh, what exactly did you say? It's like, uh, uh, where is who? Who is he? Who is he? You say... Uh, all she hears is he. 
and she looks at you. Her pupils go from round to slits. Her iris changes from blue to yellow. Her hair starts to fall out as she looks like she's in pain. Next, we have... Uh, is that the end of your turn, Cobalt? Uh, Cobalt seeing this kind of <laughs> ducks yep. behind this box, uh, which, by the way, <laughs> he can still see through because it's his illusion. Yep. Um, yeah, but and, uh, if something were to shoot through it, it would be like uh, no coverage, right? Um, so basically how it would work is is um, mm -hmm. is because if somebody were... If somebody were to try to say shoot through the box, they would still have disadvantage to hit me. But okay. if they say made an attack through the box, that would reveal it to be an illusion. In which case, they okay. can see through it. No added AC, just disadvantage on attack throws. Gotcha. All right. Um, we go back to the top, Simmering Forge. What do you do? You see a woman like a dragon, and it looks like she's becoming manic. What do you do? Uh, I scream up up at the the roof. Don't look she's listening to you, laddie. Mm-hmm. Does that end your turn? No, I'm just screaming at Dust and see if he says anything back. Okay, you can uh, respond back. Like, uh, you can talk out of order. Just so long as it's not a crazy amount of time. Okay. Yeah, because I, I didn't want to just fire upon yeah. his one of his girls without me saying something first. Yeah. If you kill her, you die too. Oh, wow. All right. Shit. <laughs> yeah. And you hear her, like, slightly sob. Why wasn't he here? That's all you hear, Cobalt. Just hearing about him. Why isn't he here? I miss them. It, she's slowly losing it. Going into spiral of anger. You know, like, how, like, yeah. some people, when they're in, like, a deep state of depression. Like, yeah. they, they start off murmuring, just saying, where is he? Then, like, gradually it makes them, like, get more and more angry as they keep repeating it. I look up at, at I look up at dust. And I'm just like God, damn it. and I just look back at the rest of us, and I cast bless on the rest of the crew. Oh, what's bless do? Uh, you bless three creatures of your choice within range. Whenever a target makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number of rolls to the attack roll or saving throw. But it's a concentration up to one minute. It's specifically attack and saving. Yeah, got you. That is correct. <laughs> so, what? But I definitely back up a little bit too. Like I don't oh, like okay. dragons. Well, actually, you know, we kind of come from dragons, so I'm kind of interested as well. But yeah, I definitely kind of back up a little bit, get a little further out of range, and uh, no, nah, not out of range. I don't know, like in front of these boys still, but not as far back, not okay. as far in front as I was. And mm -hmm. I, I cast it on us three. Mm -hmm. Okay, you do that. That'll be my turn. Um, okay. And just kind of now be planted towards the dragon. Kind of the shield is definitely a little more. At the ready. She's trying to stand up, but we'll wait until her, her turn to dictate what she does. Uh, Dust, what do you do? You recognize this girl. I pull over to them. You guys keep her distracted. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Box is five or ten feet. Um, you can use a measuring gauge. Uh, each is five feet. Yeah. So we hear Dust, uh... Uh, basically running across the uh, shingles on the roof, and a few of them fall to the ground and break as he's running by. So, you make it over there. Do you move any farther, Dust? No. Keep her distracted. Okay. So, you do that. Um. Keep her distracted and don't tell her what do you want! 
<laughs> and uh, she gets up, like, dazed. I'm going to do a 1d4. And everyone, uh, Dust, you are 1. Uh, Cobalt, you are 2. Simmering Forge, you are 3. Leo, you are 4. Cobalt, she looks at you since you tried to speak to her. She, You're the only one that can understand her. She looks around for you. Um, she bats her wings and flies straight up. She is like a, a, it's like a bird trying to fly for the first time. There's like a, a first, like a gust where she goes up 10 feet, then back down 10 feet. Then she goes up uh, 40 feet into the air, batting her wings, like trying to get the hang of it. And she looks down at you. I assume that she could uh, see you, like, from a 45-degree angle upward. Like, how big's that box of yours? Uh, it's five feet tall, so she'd be... If she's uh, if she's up that high, uh, yeah. then she can most definitely see him at this point, even if he's only two feet tall. <laughs> yep. She's locking her eyes on you. Uh, if you want to do an insight check to see what she might do next, you're more than welcome. <laughs> it's, uh, is this a pants-darkened moment, or... Uh... <laughs> Uh, it depends. Do you piss your ah. pants or shit your pants in well. bad situations? It's not that hard to see. You see sparks of flame coming from her mouth as she looks at you. It's fair to assume she's going to try something with fire. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so next we have uh, Cobalt, I believe. No, Leo, sorry. Leo, you're next. Um. So you said she was a an elf, right? Yes. Okay. She can't be put to sleep. Um, I'm going to try to make her laugh again. Okay, go right ahead. Uh, it's a 13 saving. Uh, wisdom. Yeah. So she's going to roll. That's plus two to wherever she gets. Come on. Yeah, roll. Oh, sorry. Uh, the first one was a 15. She got naturally. Oh, wow. All right. So, again, uh, when uh so what does this exactly sound like when you're uh casting the spell are you just laughing just ho like doing a magical laughter to get kind of laugh? but i'm just like <laughs> you can barely fly like come on like <laughs> yeah all she hears is <laughs> and it just echoes through the air and uh you just hear that's what all she hears and she looks at you for a moment then her glare goes back to uh the cobalt okay and then i'm gonna move away from the cobalt yeah <laughs> you move away stand closer to my my dwarf friend uh keep in mind uh everything around you from the bucket to uh like uh, the cart that's near you you can use for protection if you so desire okay so i can like hide behind the cart you could, if you really want to, or flip it over to get, like, a couple people to, uh, you know, hide behind it. Uh, I think I, yep. I'm just gonna hide behind it for now. Okay, so I'll give you, uh, a three-fourths cover. I believe that's plus two AC, if I remember correctly. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, then it is Cobalt's turn. What do you do? She's glaring at you now, and she's in the air. Oh, God, yeah, it's, like, definitely if he's, if he's seeing, like, uh... I'm assuming you. It was like uh, like flame sparking, or yes, yes. It's like uh, when you're starting up like a uh, uh, if you ever started uh, a little bit of a flame when it came to a, a stove or you know water heater. You see that initial spark, then it looks like it's about to woof, 
you know, around her mouth. Oh God, uh, let's say since uh, since Cobalt knows that his own box is bullshit, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going to, I guess, kind of like uh, run about over here, and he is going to uh, take the dodge action as he's as he's like preparing for possibly the worst. <laughs> Uh, so, how exactly does the mechanic of the dodge action work? Uh, the dodge action gives me uh, um, gives creatures attempting to attack me uh, disadvantage on their roll, and I get advantage on dexterity saving throws. Lucky bastard! All right, dust is now your turn. It looks like uh, your beautiful darling is forty feet in the air, and she is going to try to attack Cobalt. You can obviously see this. What do you do? How high up am I? Uh, I would say it is a shitty architecture. It will be uh, 15 feet up. Thank you. There. All right. And uh, if you want, uh, that table is sideways, so you could use it as a uh, cover if you really wanted to. Depends if you're crouching or not. So what I'm going to do is grab from my bag pittons and rope. Yep. And try to fashion a, um, like a trap that you would catch um, rabbits with. Oh, a snare? All right. So basically, you're going to lasso her. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, if you do it, we'll treat it like a, a grapple where you can restrain her. Um, all right. Uh, you can spend an action trying to fashion that. I'll let that be your full standard action. Or uh, regular action. Yeah, after movement. So we see Dust uh, uh, climb down, or did you uh, do a little jump? No, I am down. I'm not worried about acrobatics. Yeah, so we basically see you, like, I, I want to imagine it, like, coolly, where you just, like, dig your claws into the side and slow your descent down, and you rush towards the table. And I assume you, uh, are you taking cover, or are you doing it while standing up? I'm taking cover as to hide the trap I'm trying to lay. Yeah, so you have three-fourths cover, and that will give you plus two to your AC if need be. All right, keep that in mind, both of you. Uh, next is... Oh, I'm sorry. Did I skip uh, Simmerforge's turn? Yeah, I was wondering when that was yeah. gonna yeah. keep. Sorry, that. Yeah, you gotta keep me honest. All right, uh, Simmerforge, <laughs> what do you do? So these these houses, the the roof, is there like a, a ridge kind of like jutting out? You know, like how like kind of like if you were to get out of the rain a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So okay. like any like uh, part where like uh, you see like a gap, say like uh, right here, uh, mm -hmm. you would uh, that that would have slight cover. Okay. Yeah. So you can move underneath it, but you couldn't go, say, like, uh, this far. It's only, like, spaces where you see a gap of dirt and, you know, so on and so forth. We'll say, yeah, like, so areas I'm like, just trying to get, like, yeah. a little bit of coverage where, like, it can't, yeah. like... And I can even just kind of be peeking out a little bit. And, um... uh Again, yep. Uh, we'll treat it like uh, Leo, uh, since he's also underneath. Uh, I'm going to treat all three of you like you have a partial, or, like, a three-fourths cover. So plus two to your AC, all of you. Because uh, currently she's flying. If she's not flying anymore, uh, you would lose your cover, Simmerforge. What do you do next? Just uh, take cover? Uh, so I was, I was taking cover, but like, I, I kind of look over at the, uh, the the cat fashioning something next to the table right out in the middle of everything. And I'm like, yep. fucking cat. And I, I, I look <laughs> at the, uh, um, I look up at the, uh, uh, the the dragon, back of the cat, back of the dragon. And I, I do Toll of the Dead on the dragon. And you, I, I point. You gotta kind of like. I just kind of like, barely point at it with one finger, where the cat yep. can't see me do it. 
Okay. Uh, so is it just a flavor, or did you do an actual move? Sorry, I didn't catch that. What uh, you have to you have to do a, a wisdom saving throw a thirteen. It's like the sound of a glorious okay. bell fills the air around oh. it for a moment. You're doing bell. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I'll make that roll really quick. Nat twenty. Oh my god. Yes. So actually, that that's really cool to think about too, because everything she's hearing is like a underwater kind of sensation. So, like, she doesn't even hear the bell. All she hears yeah. is a rumble, like... Yeah, maybe, like, a soft, like, hum in the distance. Yeah, just a slight hum. She yeah. doesn't hear it. Now it is her turn. She is going to fly a bit. So, 5, 10, 15, 20. And we'll say... She's going to fly around in this area where she's close to all of you. And she's going to do a breath attack against uh, good old Cobalt. Um, Cobalt, make me a dexterity saving throw, 11 or higher. Now, some of these are going to be pending, so we'll see here. Yeah. Oh, immediate success. Okay. <laughs> yep. Done. All right. So you're going to uh, take, I, if I remember correctly. Yep. Okay. You're going to take uh, 46 damage, but it's going to be halved. Uh, why wow. the wizard? Wow. Oh, man. nine damage is that enough to down you i'm a wizard what did you think <laughs> oh, my oh my god, god. i'm just <laughs> glad that you did a dodge that would have been an instant death right yeah oh <laughs> anything above 14 would have killed you uh, oh my well, lord okay um so yeah, cobalt is down yep so you see like a uh, flame froth from her mouth and uh she glides towards you and just screams, where is he? And breathes down at you. Uh, the way I see it is you initially take the full brunt of the damage. And uh, as you go down, like go unconscious, your eyes dull. You fall into a bit of the water, which extinguishes the fire. So it doesn't have any lingering effects. Basically having it. Um, you are now down. Uh, next time it is your turn, you remember how death saving throws work. Anything above 10? I'm aware. <laughs> yep. Well, I should tell the two new guys as well, because I didn't mention this. Uh, if you guys didn't read the house rules, if you guys fail at a saving throw, it is uh, going to stick with you until a uh, short or long rest or healing after battle, but not during battle. Do you follow? Yeah. So there's no bouncing back. Uh, you have to be careful if you go down. So... Cobalt goes unconscious, hits the ground. If anyone is to heal him, he will come right back up. He had his bless. Did that do anything for him? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Not, I'm, I think, like, no, no like, yeah, regardless, only I'm only taking half. half yeah. I can only take half damage. Yeah. For your saving yeah. throw earlier, like basically, you were doing a dexterity saving throw, you could add a d4 to. Yeah, yeah, but, he well, yeah but the, the DC was a 10, throw. and I passed it. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. The, I'm only, sorry, I'm the sorry. only the only benefit I might get is that if you offered any any additional like damage mitigation for trying to duck behind something, but I don't believe that's the mm -hmm. case here. Yeah, and thankfully he passed, and yes, that is crucial. If he would have failed, that would have been imperative. So he had everything going for him on that moment. That was almost an instant death, my lord. So... She uses up her turn as she's flapping in the air. Now it is uh, uh, Leo's turn. Um, what do you do, Leo? So if I do a medicine check, can I can I attempt to stabilize him? 
Yes, you can. Uh, but that'll keep him unconscious, though. So keep that. But in he mind. won't have to do saving throws. No, and that will be perfect. I'm gonna <laughs> go right here, so I'm still yep. undercover a little bit, and then I'm yep. gonna do a um, a medicine check. Yep. I've got a plus three to medicine. Well, I don't think no. I passed. <laughs> I got no. plus one for that. All right, uh, Dust. It is no, it's not Dust's turn. It's Cobalt's turn. Please make a death saving throw. Uh, ten. Oh, wait, hang on. Yeah, it's ten or above. Please make that throw. Boop, 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 boop. Now pay Great attention roll. to the initial roll. Uh, yeah. Okay, pass. <laughs> Good. You pass. That was one. I, I keep saying it because because Cobalt is yep. still blessed. I do get to add D4s to my saving throws. <laughs> oh, that's super cool. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's excellent. All right. Um. So now it is Simrian Forge's turn. You just seen this dragon take out one of your allies that you just met what do you do i'm time to hold back now kitty and mm -hmm. uh let's see i run over here as fast as i can get on ledge right here yep and i don't have any more spell slots to do anything fun to get them up but i can do it do, do, should i do a medicine oh yeah I can you can do a medicine one yes. too, right okay, 10 cool. or awesome both. yes it's 17 plus 3 so it's fucking 20. 20? Yeah. Yep. yep At, uh, okay, it doesn't matter. Yep. No, no, not that. So, not in that. 17. Okay. Okay. Uh, Cobalt, you are now stabilized, but you are currently unconscious at the moment. And, I and can, unfortunately. Can I still do yeah. an attack as well? Uh, Let's see. Uh, well, I'm going to count. Action, do it. But... Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to keep that as an action. So you gave up your attack roll doing that. Okay. All right. That's fine. Okay. So unfortunately, all three of you are paired together. Let's hope that uh, Dust does something. Your turn, Dust. Um, do I have my trap fashioned, or am I still yes. working on it? You, I'll say that. Well, you're making a simple snare, so I'll I'll take it as such. Um, let's see how are we gonna do this. Um, I'm assuming you're gonna try to catch her and bring her down. Uh, yeah. Well, I believed it was stationary the trap. Mm -hmm. I got to get her towards me. I can say you can lasso her if you really want. Uh, we can make it a, a improvised ranged weapon. Uh, no proficiency, but like you can add your dexterity modifier to it. Well, you told us to distract her. We're doing just that. Yep. And I'll give you advantage since all of her attention is away from you. So do I have to add that? Uh, how would I roll that? Uh, what's your dexterity modifier? Three. So add plus three to roll on uh, 20. But you're going to have to get closer. She's 40 feet in the air, and I am unsure how far away you are. Looks like. I should have stayed on the roof. Yeah, 35 it looks like is how far away you are. So I would say you have to move in like your full distance towards her. Dude, do uh, a fun to, uh, kitty off get, the wall yeah. jump. Come on. Yeah. So get closer. Yeah. Do I still got movement? And you use 20. So you have 10 more movement. All right. Now you can uh, roll to snare her for an advantage. So add plus three to whatever you roll. So 20. 20. Damn. So you easily make it. You hit her AC. Uh, were you aiming for her hand, her ankle, her neck? What were you aiming for? Uh, to lasso her around her neck. Okay. Um, make a strength check, bringing her down. I'm going to say the 13 or higher, if that is your desire to ground her. You have it around her, um, but it looks like at most you're keeping her from moving around. So we'll treat her as she is restrained, that she can't move from that square. All right. Okay. All right. It is now her turn. Uh, 
you see dust running from the table, having a lasso, essentially. She throws it up into the air, five feet away from her, as she's uh, 40 feet in the air. Uh, goes up around her neck, and he tries to pull down, but gets so much force from her batting her wings that he can't make her move. I would say she would look for a new target now that she took down Cobalt, but since Dust has taken the initiative to uh, try to capture her, all of her attention is on you. And I'm going to make a wisdom saving throw. Nothing. She doesn't see you for who she uh, for who you are. When she looks at your face, again, it's like a blur. Like you'd see on security camera footage and uh, like uh, real videos. Um, She looks at you and she tries to spark a flame in her mouth, but only smoke comes out. It looks like it'll take a bit for her to get back to that. She coughs. Where? Well, you can't understand it. So she goes, and she dives down towards you. Um, remind me, Mega. Um, if you make an attack while restrained, there's no disadvantage, is there? Are no. you? I mean, are you positive that uh, you want her to be restrained? It grappled or restrained? Okay. Yeah, okay. Hang a, on. This is an grappled. important distinction. Sorry. Yes, grappled. I'm treating it as a grapple since it's around her neck. So there is no disadvantage to uh, associate with okay. being grappled. <laughs> Thank you for telling me the difference. I assumed grappled meant the restrained uh, condition. All right. So she's essentially grappled with that, uh, uh, basically a noose around her neck. Uh, she goes down and she tries to bite you. And again, she's not moving from any square. She's just like halting her flight and grounding herself. Um, and again, there's no problem with that, is there, boys? Like, even though it's technically, like, a flying action, she's not moving away from her square, she's just grounding herself. Makes sense to me. It's just the romantic ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. I, I would, I would, ra I would raise a point if she tried to move away or try to go higher. Yeah. But no, she basically you, uh, your rope gets slack as she's coming down, and <laughs> can you make me a wisdom saving throw? Please, uh, Dust, tell me if you get 10 or higher. I got a net. No, but that's a 19. Okay. Okay. So, as she's coming down to bite you, you get a flashback to when you were on the boat. She goes for the same area where that uh, ang uh, angler mimic bit you. Uh, she's That was just for flavor. Now, she's uh, going down to bite you. And that will be... Uh, yep. Okay, plus 4 to hit. So... Uh, 20 hit? Uh, yeah, that hits. Alright, so she goes in for a bite, and it is just a straight, uh, 1d10. Oofta. No, she just nibbles at you. Uh, she does one point of damage and, uh, bites your shoulder. Um, it seems like, uh, her teeth are falling out and fangs are coming in, and that's what's really confusing. Like, it's more like a vampiric bite. Uh, she has more normal, like, square teeth than fangs at the moment. But it seems like as the battle goes along, uh, it might do more damage if it hits again. Uh, she goes in for the bite, takes out a small, like, little chunk of meat. Nothing too imperative. Um, it is now a simmering fort. No, uh, it'd be uh, Leo's turn. Right. What do you do, Leo? I'm going to kind of move away so I'm not huddled in a group. Yep, uh, you can go towards uh, the bucket if you really want to. That's a free square. That's out of the way now. Uh, um... I was gonna go like over here. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but but right there. Yeah. It, to to drag um, Cobalt undercover would that be an action? 
I would say uh, half your movement. No need for a strength. All right. He, so he's before I move, creature. I'm gonna drag him to like where I was, so he's undercover. Yep. Uh, so it's uh, you moved him about right there. I was thinking more of like, um, right here. Uh, okay. And gotcha. then, then yep. I move that. Um, yep, that's fine. And then to the the dragon girl, I'm like, yep. you can't even blow fire a second time like that's pretty pretty weak and i'm gonna just oh my lord viciously <laughs> mock her so to speak yeah okay uh so uh, it's a, a 13 saving throw wisdom oh uh, wisdom yeah okay um like i said before she gets plus two to wherever she rolls yeah. uh that is a 17 god she's rolling rocks today again i, I i'd like to pair up this hearing deficiency to everything she hears is water. Even though there's no like advantage to her throw, it's just you're not making any headway with talking to her. She is unclear. She is manic. She is attacking everything around her. She's more beast than person at this point. Uh, do you do anything else? That was your uh, full standard action, right? Yeah, uh, that's all I did. Yep. So oh, actually, uh, I want to um, inspire. Uh, that's a bonus action. I want to uh, inspire dust. I'm like you can do it. Oh, bardic. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's allowable after using that spell. Is that a reaction a bonus action to give bardic inspiration? I think it's a bonus action. Yeah, it's a bonus action. All right. All right. I'll take your word for that. Go right ahead. All right. So uh, yeah. you can add a one d six to um, any ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Okay, but not damage. No, not damage. Okay. That's so everything but a, damage. Uh, that's specific to a bardic college. Yeah. Yep, uh, I believe Valor, right? Yeah, right. I mean, there's the other ones that have kind of similar things, but yeah. Yep, cool. Alright, Um. so, uh, who goes next? That'd be Cobalt. Cobalt's currently unconscious at the moment. Um, Hang on, how, how does unconscious uh, function work? Does anyone know that? Like, uh, does he just stay unconscious till the battle's over, or does he make throws to get himself up? Uh, like, honestly, in the case of, like, uh, stabilized unconscious, um, yep. like, some DMs, like, they just, like, roll for how much time they're knocked out <laughs> mm -hmm. um i'll do this roll 1d6 and we'll say how many like rounds and we can have you keep track of that how's that sound and i believe two rounds already went by uh if we're going up to your turn so make a roll yep two so i would say this round uh coming up to you you are currently awake your eyes spring open uh last thing you remember was a bright orange filling your eyes and now you have moved, you're covered in water, your uh, clothes are singed, if you have any, and your back is to the dirt ground. What do you do? Well, for the uh, for the purposes of uh, uh, the hit points, what does that look like? Uh, I'm, um, I, just be, one. Would it just be one? Yeah, just, just yeah, making just sure. just one. Yep. Cobalt, uh, I guess, uh, uses half of his movement to stand up, holding his head, feeling really confused, like, Looks <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, um, I don't usually like to do this, but I just want to remind you, and you probably already realize this, if you take any damage, like uh, if you take uh, max damage from this creature, it could possibly result in insta-death. I just want to remind you that. Oh, I know. <laughs> yep, that's 1d10 damage, and could possibly get stronger when she actually gets fangs. Just keep in mind. Oh, God. Yeah? Uh... What do you do? Yeah, Cobalt. Why is my my character sheet bugging out right now? 
Just add your bonus to whatever you throw. I'll trust you. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, I'll just probably refresh. That's probably the only thing I gotta do. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Cobalt is seeing that... I know, like, because he wasn't technically, like, uh, conscious for, like, the past couple of rounds. Um, yeah. Like, like, based on the situation they're seeing, like, how well does it look like it's actually working? <laughs> uh, could you rephrase that, please? <laughs> I like one, just One more time. Like, just based on... Because, like, I imagine he's probably, as he stands up, like, seeing uh, seeing dust with a rope around this dragon-like creature. Uh, probably probably sees the bite on dust. Uh, so far, it looks like dust has it somewhat handled. Uh, compared to the rest of you, he's done the most effort. Okay. Okay, thanks. But again, it seems like a human dragon, not a dragonborn. It seems like mm -hmm. a full-on human dragon, so it's very unpredictable. Is the dragon in the air, or is he in the on the ground because he's went for a uh, bite? He's ground. She is currently grounded. Or she has yeah. been a bad girl. She is now grounded. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, uh, by the way, where exactly did you put Cobalt? Uh, it, he's right underneath uh, the shing, uh, like uh, a roofing. Basically, okay. I just so, wasn't sure, like if he was like placed yeah. under something yeah. or not. Yeah, he, uh, he essentially placed uh, like the you got a cast of shade underneath you, but honestly, the protection doesn't do too much for you now. Now that she's grounded, so any like uh, AC bonus, like uh, three fourths cover that you guys have, is now lost since uh, she's on the ground. Okay. Uh, uh this one, this one's actually really tough. Uh, you know, I'm gonna do um. Uh, okay, so like uh, Cobalt still does uh, does uh, stand up, um, uh, but then he is going to. Um... Actually, this is pretty simple. Is is she even paying attention to Cobalt, or is she like looking squarely at uh, Dust? She's looking squarely at Dust. If you were to attack her right now with uh, any kind of attack, it would get an advantage. I mean, I get advantage regardless. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But you know what I mean. Like you have flanking advantage right now. All right, at the you know you know like, like Cobalt Cobalt is seeing like a an ongoing danger, and it's like it just like it's like under his breath, Cobalt says like Cobalt, as he uh, if he can, he'd like to specifically aim for uh, aim for the wings. <laughs> um, okay. As as he tries to uh, hit with a ray of frost. <laughs> Tell you what, if you do say uh, six damage to her wings, you can disable her flight ability. How's that sound? Uh, alrighty. So first thing, if it actually hits. How much? Because uh, all I see is damage. Okay, but... Okay, both of them both of them presumably uh, miss with, a, with rolls of seven, so like... <laughs> okay, that's seven to hit. Yep. Yep, I see yeah. it now. Yep, they both miss. So... Oh, actually... <laughs> Um, uh, Dust, I'd like you to do me a favor. Make a uh, dexterity saving throw. You're still blessed. Did that give you anything? Uh, blessed, oh, does a, blessed does not affect attack rolls. Okay. But oh, no, it does, it does affect... affect attack rolls, but the a d4 is not going to nearly be enough, I don't believe. <laughs> uh, I refuse to say anything about that. I will try. Um, yeah, I mean, well, you... might as well try it. It doesn't use it up. Well, I mean, it's not using it up. It, it lasts for as long as it's concentrating. Yeah, unless, so, unless you're going to tell me it, it that eight makes it any better. Yeah. Um. No, it doesn't. So you shoot, it nearly hits Dust, but he gets out of the way. 
Uh, do you say anything to that dust as your ally nearly hits you? I'm a little bit better. When I wrap her up, we're going to freeze her. Okay. Now, um, Leo, can you make me a perception check? Uh, tell me if you get 13 or higher. Uh, do you get advantage on senses? Uh, I do not. Um, okay. I got a four. All right. Well, I'm just going to do this for flavor. If you would actually succeeded, you would have got uh, a straight roll. So you hear, uh, you you smell. Let's see, what would be the best smell to describe this? Mm-hmm. Um, it smells like a, a Fruit Loop in a sense. If you ever had the smell of a Fruit Loop, uh, you get that waft in the air, and you hear like a, a little bit of ground moving. You look to your right, and you see that a phantom-like creature suddenly appears. It's one of the cultists. And he has been casually sleeking around. And he's going to make an attack against you with advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that's it. Like, I'm basically saying for this hit, he's going to be invisible. But after this, uh, there will be no longer any advantages or disadvantages. Um, he's going to make a roll of... Hang on. Let me look up the bonus after I make this roll. Um, does 16 straight hit you? Yeah. Okay, so... He's going to do 1d6 plus uh, 1 damage. That's 5 damage. So he goes in for a cut and I assume gets you in the arm. Alright. Alright. We have a new enemy initiative. He is at the bottom of the turnover. Now we're going to go over to a new round, starting off with uh, Simmering Forge. What do you do? Well, I see that that new one appear over there, but there's two of them versus one. Yep. So I'm going to go help out Kitty. So I yell... Oh, the forge! Run in <laughs> with the, my warhammer. I'm gonna go for the for his, uh, his right at the, uh, the the ankles. I'm gonna try to knock him knock him over. Uh, you're talking about the dragon? Yeah. Uh, the, the woman. Okay, so you're aiming for the ankles. If you do succeed on this, like a six or higher, will like stop her from moving. If you aim for her ankles. Nice, nice. We're but good here. It, Seventeen. Seventeen for my. Uh, uh, straight. Yeah, well, it was fourteen okay. plus three. Okay. Because I was going to say, like, aiming for her ankles would add a plus two to her AC, but you still hit. Uh, do damage, please. Uh, six or Decent. higher uh, cripples. Six. Uh, okay. You uh, do exactly enough damage to stop her from moving now. The only way she can move now is flight and one other means, but she can no longer walk. God, you guys are just addicted to crippling people, aren't you? Did Cobalt, she, take like, note of this. Is she <laughs> falled over? Is she uh, prone? Uh, she is... Uh, Actually, she needs to make a saving throw to see if she starts getting strangled by that fucking noose. So, um... Yeah, I'd be like, pull, matey, pull! Yeah. So, I'm gonna say, thir- yep, she, uh, succeeds. Okay. So, basically, like, as you're going down, I assume Dust catches this and basically puts a little bit more slack on the rope so she doesn't okay. strangle. Well, I can, and, uh, um, she is cur- she, So, she's, like, knocked from. So, I'll, I'll move over where, um, Dust is. Oh, I can on top of her, I'm sorry. And, uh, and try to help him. Go like hold hold the rope. Uh, just to uh, make sure, we're gonna keep that as your word. Uh, Omega, I have a question for you. Uh, does attack of opportunity still happen when enemy is prone? Um, well, I the... you had to move within I... ten feet of away from the uh enemy to get it. Oh yeah, the reach. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, reach. Yeah. That's correct. Although, I'm still uh, just to range. answer the question in general, uh, yeah. a prone creature can still notes. make opportunity attacks. Okay, keep that in mind. I'd like to know. All right. So you move around, keeping within her reach, and like uh, she just goes down. And uh, how do you help? 
Well, uh, did the, uh, so is, is he wrestling with a rope right now to kind of like to hold her? Is that what's going on? Um, not anymore. As she went down, <laughs> I would note that uh, that the that helping a creature is the help action, and I think you already yep. made an attack yep. this turn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So well, we can okay. say that's going to be happening next turn. Yeah. That's what I was preparing for. So then I'll go just go over here to... and I'll use my shield to protect them. Yeah, because you have a reaction for that, don't you? Or am I thinking of barbarian? I don't think that would take an action to kind of put my shield across the kitty cat. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Uh, just just for mechanic wise, I say uh, the shield's plus two, isn't it? So you just add plus two to his AC. Mm -hmm. All right. Um. All right. So uh, next in initiative, uh, we have Dust. Dust, what are you trying to do? Uh, she's now on the ground. If you try to tie her up, that will be with advantage. What I'm going to do is, um, is she facing up or facing down? Uh, she's facing up. What I'm going to attempt to do is wrap her up, and as I'm doing that, um, grabbing pittons and putting them through the rope so I can drive them in. Okay, okay. i uh, make that with an advantage. Um, I'm just going to make a contest against you with uh, her uh, dexterity, see if she tries to wiggle out. Uh, just try to beat 11 with advantage. So, okay. Damn, you're so lucky. All right, uh, so you barely make it. She's trying to wiggle out, but you managed to tie her. She is now restrained. And uh, Mega, uh, remind me, is restrained. I cannot no longer make attacks, or? Uh, you can still make attacks, uh, but you have disadvantage on the disadvantage. attacks. Disadvantage, gotcha. So she'll, she'll still try to attack you. She is ferocious and maniac. Well, for um point of reference, since she's um, pitten down, is she able to, like, how far can she realistically reach? Uh, within five feet, I would assume, because she's just going to be nippling at your ankles. But she's not going to move. It, I assume that's the rest of your turn, since that's full standard action, just to try to tie her up. Yep. All right. Next on initiative, we have uh, Leo. Leo, what are you doing? You just got attacked. Um. So I'm going to... Disengage by um, oh, okay. shooting a bunch of sparks into his face. Okay. And then um, let's see, it one move to like around here. I think. So, Mega, does it make you feel happy that you're not the only one who's crippled a person today? <laughs> I mean, you know, it makes, it makes it feel a little less guilty. <laughs> yeah. No, you see, it's, it's probably like normal custom at this point. Okay, uh, where exactly did we leave off? Um, we had uh, Leo uh, running, is that correct? Yep. And just to clarify, you're you're going to take... Oh, yeah, you did a or you did disengage, didn't you? Yeah, I shot some sparks in his face to run away. Um, do you have... Uh... I have a prestidigitation. That's just kind of a flare thing to... Yeah. I just want to uh, clarify... Um... Disengage does take a full standard movement or a full movement, if I remember correctly, doesn't it? Uh, disengage is a full action. Yeah, take my action. action. He he still has his presumably thirty feet of movement. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So you can move out of the way. You're just hunky dory. Uh, you do anything else? Oh, That'd yeah. Be a you pretty, just use pretty counterintuitive for disengage. <laughs> yeah. So he leaves. You move over here, and I assume that's the end of your turn, correct? Yeah. All right. So. Uh, it moves on to Cobalt. Cobalt, what do you do? It's uh, Cobalt looking over, saying that at least it looks like they have a handle on that over there. Uh, mm -hmm. um, you know what? Cobalt is at least going to attempt a ray of frost at this cultist that just decided to show up. Okay, go right ahead. 
With the, uh, I guess I'll go ahead and roll the d4 in case it. Yep. Roll right ahead. Play exactly. Okay, cool. You hit. All right, so then they take. So then Cobalt's like a little freaked out that that somebody else is still here. Just kind of like turns around, holds his hands out, and fires the the ray of frost at him, uh, for six cold mm. damage. <laughs> All right. Uh, and... you see. Uh, where do you hit him? Uh, you know what. Because it works, it works so well the first time he hits, goes for the legs. <laughs> nice. You go for the legs. And you, hear it, <laughs> and you hear it, like, crackling as uh, he starts moving. I assume that's the end of your turn? Uh, he's going to he's going to put a little distance between himself and that and them, but, okay. uh, like, uh, he's going to, like, scurry. He's going to scurry over here and end his turn. <laughs> okay. Um... And as a reminder, and which is why I was being doubly sure if you wanted to use your full movement, uh, uh, his movement speed is reduced by ten for up to the next round. <laughs> okay, so uh, he see he gauges the distance between you, Leo, and uh, uh, Simmerforge, and I think he decides to go for Simmerforge since uh, he's going near the dragon. So he's going to run over here and uh, try to attack Simmerforge. Um. You get, let's see, are you serious? He yeah, does that hit. one. He whips it. Yeah, he whips it. Uh, he basically tries to uh, slash at you. And I <laughs> I honestly don't think Simmerforge noticed. He just unconsciously dodged, kind of like a Neo in the Matrix, you know. Gets yeah, yeah, like I was already kind of like just like going that direction. Like, and I was like moving my head yeah. to the side and just kind of just, I like scratched my ear right next to where it was. Yep. All right. Um, so it is now dust turn. You have now restrained her. Simmer. Uh, uh yeah. Simmer for turn. Oh, sorry, sorry, Simmer, Simmer. You guys, are keep me honest. Good. Simmer, what do you do? Yeah, it's not my turn. Yeah, it is. Uh, he's last in initiative. But that doesn't make sense because uh, the like. Okay, All right. I didn't think the dragon's yeah. gone again though. The dragon hasn't gone again. Uh, he got before the dragon. It got yeah, he got before the dragon. He got restrained. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, so yeah, I see that we got this dragon kind of taken care of a little bit. Like, I guess it's like it's, it's literally on the ground with both of its feet frozen, right? So it's probably gonna have a hard time yep. getting up, and it's it's snared up. So I guess I kind of look around, just kind of check the battlefield, and I do see that someone literally just took a big swipe at me, mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah, oh, there. Mm -hmm. And I'm uh, just gonna uh, turn Coltis looks at you and uh, goes, "Die for the Leviathan." And right whenever he says that, I just take a huge swing and just with a 19 to his face. It hits. Um, What's the minimum damage you can do? Uh, Me? The minimum damage I can do? Yes, minimum damage. Uh, well, I guess it'd be one because I have a plus one. I mean, two because I have a plus one. Okay, then make a roll then. Okay, it's uh, it's only three damage, actually. Yeah, you kill him. How do you do it? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's why I asked minimum damage. Got you. All right, cool. So it's kind of like a golf swing because, like, um, I kind of left my shield. I actually rolled with the the, the, the two-handed because I left my shield on top of the uh, on top of dust, and I turned around and used my. I grabbed both hands of my more hammer to kind of do it like a huge Tiger Woods to him. Mm -hmm. All right, and uh, you see uh, after you do the natural four, uh, <laughs> you just hit his head to the side and it bounces like a golf ball. And nice. Actually, hang on. I I want to. Wanna fuck, make a roll really quick and see? 
Yeah, it uh with the fifteen, uh the head just rolls into a natural divot in the ground and it looks like it's a four and one. Good job. I'm Good game. Five points for Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing world so after that turn uh dust are you going to try to knock her unconscious no so the marbles that i picked up from the bucket i'm gonna take those out and Mm -hmm. to where she can see me start juggling them and be like do you remember back (laughs) at the orphanage i'll make it with an advantage since that's so endearing. Will that uh, be performance or persuasion? No, I'm just, uh, I have a DC in my head. And uh, she got 15 on her uh, ability to try to remember you. Uh, no, that's actually based off intelligence. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to base it off wisdom modifier just because it's innate memory that's engraved into her. So she got a 15. She watches you. And I like to imagine we zoom up to her eyes and you see a red gleam split eyes like a reptilian or the irish or, or iris and as she watches you juggle we see the reflection of the marbles in your hand like uh, reflect off her eye and the red turns blue and her reptilian split turns round and her grimace her fangs now fully grown in her mouth turns into a childlike smile followed by laughter and do you hear <laughs> And she starts like grabbing her stomach even though she's restrained and she's just slightly moving back and forth and uh, she gives you a lovely smile and uh, Cobalt, uh, would you like to translate what she's saying or uh, how are you gonna be role playing? Uh, I will say that like you know like like once the danger is passed it's like he's calming the fuck down. He's still yep. like a little nervous because this was the this was the same girl that yep <laughs> that breathed fire, but like inching closely, like mm-hmm. but like cautiously, but yep. uh, but like once he starts hearing the draconic, uh, yep. and she looks at you, dust, and goes, "There you are, I missed you," and you see tears going down her eyes, and she says, "They they did." They they did horrible things to me. Then she tries to nuzzle her, like, now malformed nose. She had a long nose when she was, when you last saw her, but now it's more pug-like, more like a bat. And she tries to nuzzle her head into your leg, and she's wiping her tears away on uh, your pants. Uh, is there any di- uh, discrepancies? That you say cobalt, or are you translating word for word? Uh, uh, I'll roll a d20 for this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so like, uh, cobalt is still like a little bit nervous. So like, uh, mm-hmm. uh so he's like, he kind of just, um, he, he like tries his best, like, just like, uh, so she, she find you, she miss you, she, uh, they did. They did bad things, bad things, bad things to her. Yeah, they, like in that sort of style. Yeah, like trying to, yeah. like trying his best to like get the message across, but also still a little wary about the whole situation. Yeah, and she sits up, doing like uh, crisscross applesauce, basically, 
arms cro- or legs crossed, and she looks down at the ropes, then back at Dust, and she looks at her fingers. Uh, Dust, uh, you have a passive of 13, right? Yes. You look down at her fingertips, and they're purple. And her fingernails went from just, uh, you know, regular nails to uh, 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 claws. And she just casually just, like, uh, you know, tears off the a rope. Then she looks at her hands, then her scales, and goes, What? What have they done to me? What? 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 What is this? What? I? I? Then she just starts, like, scratching off the scales. She She's trying to tear it off her skin, trying to look for her skin, but she's getting down to the muscle as she's clawing at her stomach, her arms. She's gradually just trying to rip it off. What do you do? So I grab one arm and motion yeah. to Simmerforge to grab the other. Yeah. Look, we don't know what happened, but we're going to find out who did this. Are you yourself now? Uh, she looks at you dumbfounded. She says, what are you saying, Dust? And all you hear is, I look at um, Cobalt and be like, I need you to come closer. She seems better, but I need you to translate for me. Can she understand what I'm saying, but I can't understand what she's saying? No. It's a barrier between the both of you. The only person who can stand in this barrier is Cobalt. So you have to depend on Cobalt's translation on both ends. I'm sorry. Which he's de- yeah, I was going to say, which he doesn't seem like he's doing a very good job at the moment. <laughs> right. Uh, then I'm just going to go in for a hug and see how she reacts. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a... I'm going to say but I guess uh, she's she's going to calm herself down and I'm going to make it a nat or just a wisdom saving throw. So it's going to be plus two with advantage. So nat 20. She snaps right out of it. You not even with advantage natural roll. She looks up at you and she has a oceanic kind of feeling like she feels the waves of her soul going from a rapid tide and vicious whirlpools into like a, a placid lake and near that single drop that basically imagine it like a stone dropping into like the water of her soul and you see the rapid tides like simmer down and go to a complete halt from your small ripple and she is calm she looks at you and goes where have you been i i i was scared without you and she just like puts her head into your like uh hug still having cobalt translate it depends what Cobalt says. <laughs> well, it's like a, it's like uh, I'll roll one, I'll roll one more, one more wisdom, and I'll. <laughs> I let go of her her arm, and I'm like, fucking southern cities. Yeah. Okay. Co- okay. Cobalt, seeing this very very affectionate display, starts calming down about the whole situation. Yeah. And starts translating uh, much more much more precisely. Yep. Uh, at this point, I'm gonna uh, cut in and be like, uh, "Greetings, guys. I'm Leo Longpa. Um, pleasure to make your acquaintance. Do you mind telling us what's who you are and, and what's going on here? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> we were just walking down the street and we saw all this commotion and decided to step in, but but I don't know what's going on." This is Andrea. I don't know what they did to her, but her and one another, one of my boys, 
They've gotten into numb tongue. I've told them many a times to stay away from it. When you uh, mention numb tongue, I'm just gonna growl a little bit and spit on the ground. Nasty stuff. Exactly. I need to keep these kids away from it. I don't know what they did to her. This isn't what numb tongue does. It must be something else. Oi, where did you get? Well, I'm asking the I'm asking the girl kind of gruffly. I'm asking her where she where she got the stuff. Oh, she doesn't understand you. Oh, um, forget. Before, oh, yeah, yeah. Be, yeah, before you do that, um, the dust, uh, actually everyone except Cobalt, can you, uh, all make a history check for me? Intelligence as a modifier. Cobalt is a good boy. He doesn't do drugs. 16. No. Really? 16? Nat, nat 20. 10. Nice. Nat 20? Okay, uh, oh. Leo, uh, from what you gauge from this, you know exactly what happened to this woman, and it was not from a drug. Uh, what she went through is metamorphosis. It's uh, the best way to describe it, one of the few sciences in this world. It's a uh, branch of alchemy. Uh, basically, it works like a surgical-like transplant, but uh, more clean. And by the looks of this, it was a full-body transformation. Uh, essentially, imagine it like you have a scientist, you have a cleric to uh, basically transplant skin or limbs or appendages. This uh, like a magical grafting. Yes, and uh, metamorphosis works with more than just people. It can uh, basically change the state of matter, but in unorthodox ways. So you have water. You can change that liquid into a solid or air. But with metamorphosis, it's not a change in temperature. It, like, uh, if you were to change it in, uh, like, a water into, like, say, a solid, it wouldn't be ice or cold to the touch. It would be like a rock, blue rock. Or if you turned it into air, it would actually be like a clear, or like an actual vapor that you can see, blue. And uh, depending if, it, you know, if it's toxic or not, you know, you can uh, have bandages with that. But that's what you get from this. This is a controversial study. And it looks like whoever did this was doing underground research and uh, basically got a slave by the looks of it and did an experiment. Mm -hmm. No drug did this to her. This was some sort of experiment. She's been changed by magic and science, not from uh, using a drug. Mm -hmm. Oh, Master would say this is uh And you and you see like Cobalt like struggling with a with a word. Abomination, that's it. Abomination. <laughs> Good job, little dog. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright. So what do you guys do with her? Is she like wearing clothes? No, she is butt naked, but all of her, you know, you, you can't tell what's what anymore. It doesn't look like it's a vulgar nudity. It's just covered with scales. It's a mix between human and dragon at this point, but not like a dragon born. It's not natural. Well, I've got like a whole like bed, bed set. I can have like a whole like blanket in there. I could dig out and kind of throw over her shoulders. Yeah, that works just to make her feel a little more comfortable. And I'm going to flavor it. So I'm guessing she smells pretty bad. Yes, so I'm gonna... it smells like a newborn baby, but sunken in shit. I'm gonna flavor it so it like smells like cinnamon or something. 
<laughs> and she she looks repulsed by the smell, but deals with it. As do I. Cobalt, meanwhile, is is uh, is searching the cultist body that's presumably still just like laying there headless. You oh, can yeah. go right ahead. <laughs> Always a good. Choice. Um, she uh, tells you uh, cinnamon, and she just thinks about it. Then she starts to hyperventilate as it looks like it triggered a memory that oh. she's not too fond. Can I with. go grab the mask that fell off the guy? The, the what? That you said I, whenever I hit the guy with that uh, that bolt earlier, he disappeared. His mask fell off. Yes, you can grab the mask. Cool. Yeah, but uh, it, it looks like she's hyperventilating now. It looks like it triggered a memory. Yeah, I'm going to switch the smell to mint instead of cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say I didn't pick that arbitrarily. You just made a very bad decision with the smell. <laughs> uh, yeah, and she starts to calm down and she goes, Those cinnamon thing. Well, you can't understand it. She just says, but Cobalt here is thank you. Um, yeah, so you look at the mask. Uh, what are you doing with this mask? Um, I'm just kind of looking it over to see if I can, like, maybe I'll bring it over to, oh, what's his name? Um, yep. Longpaw? Yep. I'm going to walk it over to him. Is that your token over here, bud? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, it, I'm gonna ask honestly, you, uh, what's up? What, what? You don't need to make a roll. It's very yeah. arbitrary. Both of you put your heads together. All you guys need to do is look up. You look up, and in the cloudy sky, you see a serpent's stomach, like uh, uh, di like uh, peek out of the clouds and sink back in. And it looks like this is a cult that's dedicated to the flying leviathan in the sky, basically the world serpent. Oh, yeah. Like uh, each culture has a variation of this. It looks like uh, this branch of worship to this beast. Yeah, they're the world serpent. I've never heard it called the flying leviathan. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a flying leviathan in the sky. If you look at the sun right now behind the clouds, you just see like a a bulk of light followed by what looks like a, like a crack in tentacles that's whittling. So it's not ordinary light that's constant. It shifts. A fucking sky cracking. <laughs> uh, well put. Well put. Does a uh, cobalt find anything with a thirteen? <laughs> you find gum and you find uh, dust, rainbow dust. Can you make a uh, dexterity save for me, just in case? Because I want to see how you handle it, like you know, touching it. Me? Doop -doop. No cobalt. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Yeah. Natural twenty. You're just you're 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 fine. No, you handle it with the utmost care. N none of it like sprays at you, or you don't accidentally breathe it in. You, I assume you put it in a pouch very lightly and, uh, like, fucking sink it up. And the gum, what do you decide to do with the gum? Just, like, kind of kind of staring at it and just kind of, like, loudly, Cobalt, no, no, what this is! It's basically an old... Well, actually, you do know what it is. Because you've seen it in person with Fallon from our last session. Oh, it okay. It is the same thing. It's taffy, like old person taffy, the little block of it with a purple inside. Kind of kind of licks it. <laughs> How does it Make taste? a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> also, uh, where's the, the orc in all of this? Oh, I'm sorry. I completely spaced him out. He should have been in combat. <laughs> uh, nothing happens. He's just kind of like doodling in the corner or something. Um, we can say for flavor this entire time he was taking on, uh, say, cultists in the background, and uh, one of them got, like, uh, a forward and attacked you. So we'll say there's a couple more bodies, but we'll keep, say, like, 
overall you guys found dust and a few pieces of gum he comes back bleeding and uh, he looks at dust and goes right what the hell is this and he looks a little closer and he goes oh no mm, i bet um i'm i'm sorry uh did anyone say anything that entire time no okay good so yeah, he uh, goes and brushes her cheek a little bit and goes, "What have they done to you, Loss?" And looks at you, Dust, and goes, "I'm sorry, we're we're too late." We're not too late. We're gonna find out how to fix her. And he gives you like a gentle smile, but his eyes are visibly in pain. And he looks at uh, Leo when he heard you like explaining it, and uh, he says to Leo, oh, "So long, Pa." You're, you're familiar with metamorphosis, aren't you? Well, I've, I've heard of it a bit. Oh, then you can back me up when I do say this. And he looks at Dust and goes, Once you go through this process, there is no ifs, ands, or buts. It stays like it. Whether you turn a fire to pure liquid fire, it will stay like it. As is, if you change out an arm... That arm is permanent. There is no additional transplant. There is no backseas. This is the one rule of this art. And he looks down at her and goes, There is no changing this. And shakes his head. I just push him away and yep, do not. And he accepts it. Yep. I don't believe what he's going to say. And I'm stuck on the point. No matter what, I am going to fix this. What happens with a, uh, a 20 wisdom save? Nothing. Uh, you don't get high <laughs> and you don't suffer the effects of it um does anyone try to stop uh, your cobalt from uh trying to take a drug oh this is like this is the ground up stuff of my ancestors right i'm just gonna stare at him and see what happens yeah okay yeah i'm like hey what are you doing <laughs> yeah uh do you take the pouch away from cobalt cobalt do you give him the pouch well, well he he well, like, uh, he would have put away the pouch, but, like, the only thing you would have really okay. been seeing is, like, uh, him licking the gum, which apparently... Okay, so you just see... <laughs> then all you see is the gum. Basically, it's nothing to do with your ancestors, but you do know it's the drug. It's not that hard to see. You see your friend trying to lick it. Cobalt oh. find gum! <laughs> never one of them, are you? <laughs> Cobalt one of what? Um, I'm kind of trying to look and see if he's a junkie or just not thinking this through. <laughs> Okay, um, both of you make a contested role, uh, Leo, Insight, and, uh, Mega, uh, just a natural role, because you're not really trying to persuade them or anything, or deceive them, it's just <laughs> like you a, doing you. You see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very obvious, he has no idea what the hell he's doing. He's <laughs> just tasting it, to just taste it. Alright. Um, you, as you guys are talking along... Uh, you do hear, like, a, a couple clomps of footsteps as you uh, see Fallon, uh, the familiar uh, uh, high-ranking guard, come in with his thick knuckles and goes, All right, what happened here? And he's looking around. Uh, do you guys try to hide this woman? Like, she has a blanket on now, right? Wait, was Farron the one that loved the dog? Or was it Fallon? Fallon, Fallon yeah. Fallon is the one who loves the dog. Like, a lot of people love Cobalt. I'm gonna move and kind of stand... In front okay. of her. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do a perception check with a disadvantage since you're visibly blocking. Yeah, he doesn't see it. 
he just goes, right, Mr. Longpaw, so nice to see you. What, what's been happening? Have you been injured? And I, I hold up my arm as well as like, yes, um, do you have some medical attention that you can take me to see? Um, we ran into <laughs> some, uh, some troublesome people in this alley. I was assured that your city was safe, but um, beginning to question that. Yeah, I'm so sorry. You're in the slums, Mr. Longpaw. You should be aware that anything past the Jade Hill is unsafe. I mean, it would have been nice if I was told about these things, but um, apparently not all of your men are trained this so well. He, give, he gives you a baffling look, and we look into his memory when you first came into town, and he was the one who told you and stressed that out on three different occasions. It's like, hey, Mr. Longpaw. Make sure you don't go into a blighted slums. It's dangerous. And you're, you just pass it off like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then again, then again, at like two different locations. Then he gets brought back to reality. And he's not sure whether to correct you or not. And he just bites his lip and says, I all right, I, I just got to uh, train my men better. Glad to hear it. Now about my arm. <laughs> now, how, how does Fallon react to the clearly injured dog that appears to be holding a piece of uh, drug contraband? He... <laughs> is torn between helping out a high-ranking uh, noble in the area and saving the dog. And I think what he does is he uh, looks at Mr. Longpaw and goes, all right, and yells for medic, medic! And you just see, like, uh, one robed-looking uh, 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 guardman. And he has the same symbol on his back, blue trim and all that, and uh, he tries to heal Fallon first, or not, uh, Mr. Uh, Longpaw first. Then uh, you see Fallon run past Mr. Longpaw and goes, I'll make sure your other friends are safe. And uh, goes up to uh, Cobalt and goes, Doggy, are you alright? And then looks at the gum and goes, he slightly taps you on the head, bad dog, and grabs the fucking uh, gum away from you. <laughs> oh, you know better than this. <laughs> Cobalt looks really sad. <laughs> Yeah, he got bapped. And right now he currently has tunnel vision, but uh, Leo, you are no longer uh, blocking the dragon. Simmerian uh, Se um, Forge, uh, do you try to block his vision as well, or do you leave it as is? Block his vision from the girl? Uh, yeah, he's in the exact square you're in. Oh, okay. Then I'll yeah, just you, you can share it. a square. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're yeah. trying to like block his vision a little bit, I mean, I would just guess I would definitely try to a little bit... Well, you're welcome for helping save the town, eh? Yeah, and he looks at uh, the dwarf and he goes, All right, you're the one who, uh, yeah, friends with uh, Mr. Longpaw. And I... Uh, right, this is our friends. Pull up together. Knows me, mum. <laughs> he uh, offers a hand and goes, uh, Thank you, but uh, can you fill me in on what happened here? Well, if you didn't go here in time, you can fill your dirty self in. Then he looks at the decapitated corpse. And goes, uh, right, I have a few questions here. <laughs> it's like that awkward pause where he sees a dead body, and now he's very curious on what you guys did. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna walk up to Fallon. Yep. And he looks at you. You get a plus one on anything you try to persuade him with. Because he uh, considers you a friendly person. Okay, I'll persuade him. Don't call him a bad dog again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dusty, help out. Uh, no, I'm worried. I'm walking over towards Fallon. Is he yeah. talking to the medic? Uh, I would assume, uh, Matt, you're talking to Fallon. Yeah, so, so I, I'm I'm talking to the medic right now. Okay, oh, sorry, okay. sorry. I, I lost track of who who is who, like, for a second. All right, uh, let's uh, do uh, Leo first. So what do you say, Leo? I mean, I'm just, like, hold out my arm. I'm like, 
can you like patch me up and just kind of hold my arm out not like not listening to what he says just expecting him to, yeah. to hear me yeah <laughs> And all you hear in the background is right away, so right away. And uh, he's quickly, like, uh, putting on gauze on uh, your... Oh, my God. You got really fucked up, didn't you? He, yeah. he hit you, like, uh, More yeah, than chest near the shoulder. Yep. So uh, he's patching you up, and you see a glow as uh, your, he like, uh, health gets recovered. Uh, you are back to fu uh, full health as he's uh, doing this. All right. Um, so, uh, Dust, uh, 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 Simmerforge. Do you guys uh, try to explain the situation? How are you trying to justify a dead body so far? Oi, we'll explain, and I know just the place to do so. Mm. And he's saying, he's, he looks at Cobalt really quick and goes, Right, so you're looking for a Kala, and now I see a dead body. Hmm. He looks at the dwarf and squints his eyes, then like at dust and... His eyes slightly open with a gentle smile, but he just shakes his head and goes, All right, all right. Dust, might explain what the fuck happened. You remember how I told you my kids were gone? Two of them. All right, all right. And how they were being affected and taken away to produce numb tongue. Yeah, yeah. And he looks around. He does see, like, you know, the numb tongue they just took from Cobalt. It's like, all right, all right. Apparently so... that wasn't the only thing that they were getting into. And what were they getting into? I guide his eyes towards the hooded, my Andrea, who's on and the ground. He, yep, he goes in close, and he looks at her, and her eyes turn into reptile slits for a second, the moment she sees someone new. And he backs up, and he goes, oh, no. And he looks at uh, the soldiers that are coming in, then looks at you really quick. Uh, make a persuasion check. Twelve. He, oh, technically a uh, 13, because he got plus one. So he, it's just enough. He looks at the guards and goes, uh, I have this handled. Uh, go, carry on with patrol. And uh, you see that uh, the medic, after healing uh, Longpaw and the rest of the cavalry, uh, go back with the, like raised eyebrows, but they just shrug their shoulders and get back on with the patrol. And goes, All right. Uh, he looks at Dust. You need to get her back home. Let no one see her. Do you understand how severe this is? I understand it will be done. I need your word, though. No guards. He puts, yeah, he puts his hands on your shoulder and he goes, I'll personally guard the orphanage at night. But with this, I can't risk anyone seeing this. I'm putting my, my head on the line for you. And he looks at her and goes, if she gets caught, she goes to the Coliseum. There's nothing I can do. You know what they do in the Coliseum. It won't happen. Breaking heads. Uh, point to the one on the ground. You see what happens yeah. when he tries to stab us in the back. And he looks at you, and uh, he's just uh, shakes his head and goes, uh, a drug dealer, I assume, right? What? <laughs> it's a damn word, drugs. <laughs> he goes, right, drug dealer. <laughs> just trying to figure out how to fill out his report for the day on what he just fucking saw. And he just uh, murmurs through it, all right, uh, gang warfare. Then he, he observes the situation, and it looks like there's a few, like, dead uh, cult bodies on the ground. One decapitated, other ones slashed open. Then he uh, looks at uh, uh, the orc of the party, and he sees the tattoo, and he looks at him and goes, right, you responsible for this? Uh, do any of you try to uh, get in I between this question? I butt in, since okay. we, we met him at the bar. Um... Oh, he's with us. Right. 
Do not worry uh, about Leo, him. Leo, do you help? Uh, I was I was gonna try to distract him and, and point to my my torn shirt and be like, uh, "Am I getting any compensation for this?" Okay. <laughs> no, no. Okay, uh, okay. Cobalt. What Cobalt does is okay. He's going to do kind of like the dog thing, where you like he like 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 runs over and like uh, mm-hmm. like starts running through the legs and kind of like rubbing up against the the, the orc's okay. legs. <laughs> so this is what I want to do, Leo. Uh, you make a charisma roll, uh, do persuasion, then uh, dust and cobalt. Uh, 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 I want you just to make a d20 roll and make it into modifier to add on to his roll. Okay. So do yeah. I got a just do persuasion. Okay. Plus five. Uh, that's a so it's a thirteen. Okay, that's plus five. For you. Yeah. Okay, thirteen for you. Then added on to that, since uh, Mega got a 13, I believe that's plus 2 if we turn it into a modifier. So uh, 13 plus 2, that would be 15. Uh, Dust, please uh, make a roll. See if you help or fuck up this uh, persuasion. 12. Okay, and yeah, and 12 is plus 1, if memory serves me right. 12 is a plus 1. Oh, okay, they're both plus 1. So uh, again, it's to 15. And uh, a lot of things happen at once. What I assume first is uh, Dust uh, giving a simple explanation, just uh, saying, uh, what was your explanation again? He's with us. Yep, he's with us. And then he looks at the orc, and he just shakes his head slightly like he hasn't bought it yet. Then uh, Cobalt comes up and starts nuzzling his uh, leg, and he starts to smile and grabs uh, Cobalt. And then you have Leo that takes his full attention away from the orc. And uh, he just asked for recompensation. And during that time, the orc uh, gives you both a nod and a wink, then makes a dash for it. And uh, Fallon goes, Oi! And uh, looks at, back at you two, gives a cobalt a little scratch on the head back down, like not roughly. Then he looks at Leo and goes, I'll make sure them for my superiors that you get recompensated. And uh, says, excuse me, gentlemen. And just uh, yells, Oi, as he's uh, chasing after him. All right. Now, since uh, we're getting near the end, uh, how do you guys, uh, where do you guys go? Where do you bring this uh, abomination now? Uh, well, I, I want to try to use disguise kit to like kind of make her look right. left like an abomination and maybe like a sick old lady or something. All right. Um, I won't have you do checks uh, with the disguise kit. I'll say that she gets passed off as a normal woman since you guys are in a urban city at most uh leo you will be drawing the most attention since you're a well-known noble around these parts what do you say kitty should we take her back to the ball (laughs) no we're taking Uh, her to the orphanage all right oh damn it (laughs) so as you guys are walking along you see an old man walking down the street and uh uh, random civilians are putting uh, their jackets down for him to walk on, and uh, he doesn't dirty his feet as you guys walk past him. Um, as you guys are going along, uh, you see past, uh, like, uh, you can see in the distance from the marketplace, it looks like a new shipment came in. Uh, this might sound really weird, but bear with me. You see a, imagine a blueberry in the shape of a bear you see a legitimate blue berry. A bear made of blueberry. Bear size or and, blueberry size? Uh, actual bear size, but as a blueberry. Like blue. And no fur. Like you would eat. Is it like alive or is it like a... It's alive. Bear and 
yeah, <laughs> I did see that. So, uh, other than that, you see uh, Toad Mados, which is like tomatoes, bass, frogs, and frog size. These are living fruits and vegetables that you see that is for sale. Just as flavor, just to remind you guys. And if you guys don't do anything, it's just uh, you guys go to uh, uh, the orphanage. Is there anything normal about this city? No. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys go in, and uh, you see the children crowd around Andrea, and she goes in for a hug uh, with tears going down her face. Uh, do you say anything to the children, Dust? Although she may look a little different, she's still one of us. I expect you all to treat her the same. Mm-hmm. And as you say that, uh, you hear a voice from uh, where you usually sleep, and uh, let me show you the map really quick, just so you get a little gauge. Um, in the far off corner, far to the right, up on the stand where your bed is, you see a man just sitting. Goes, right. So you're making them accept a freak. And you look at him, and he does not look happy with you. You see, like, a badger on his arms. He's a scrawny elf. A drow, actually. And he looks at you and goes, right, a freak she is. And he says to you, Hello, my name's Roy Edmund. I believe we have some business to discuss. And that's where we'll end. This has been House Common Blood. The intro music by White Sand Promise. And the outro music by Darren Curtis, Time's Up. Any music and sound effects used in the episode are royalty-free. Credits can be found in the episode description. Please review us on whatever podcast listening app you happen to be using. And if you like us, tell other people. Word by mouth is the best way for us to grow. Thank you for joining us.